and welcome back to Where There's a Will, There's a Burning Way for episode 6. My name is Will Jones, I hope you've all had a good week. Uh, you'll be pleased to hear it's been uh, both football and action-packed week with, uh, with lots to talk about, so uh, let's get this show on the road. What's been happening this week then? Well, first of all, soon after episode 5 had been released, uh, we had the Super Bowl, which uh, I'm afraid I can't tell you much about, given my distinct lack of knowledge on the subject. Other than that, I know Tom Brady's Buccaneers won that, so uh, congratulations to them. But uh, let's get on to uh, onto Monday and Bolton Wanderers, shall we? Uh, so Monday was a relatively quiet one, uh, with only Ian Everett's more pre-Morecambe presser in store. Uh, limited developments emerged from that one, but uh, it was good as always to get an update from the gaffer previewing the following night's game at uh, the Reebok, or the Uniball rather as it's called, sorry I should uh, should call it that these days, but get into the habit of, uh, of calling it the Reebok as everybody still does. Anyway, Tuesday was a far more notable day of events, uh, first of all with the League 1 and 2 salary caps being withdrawn, uh, allowing us to splash out if possible in the near future um, on wages, incentivising players to, to join us over other clubs who may or may not have such a big budget, particularly in this league, so uh, yeah, definitely positive news where Bolton are concerned without a doubt. Uh, Adam LaFondre also recorded 250 career goals uh, on Tuesday after bagging for Mumbai City once again. 21 of those have come from uh, whilst he was at Bolton over three different spells at the club. So congratulations Alfie. And uh, But Tuesday was kind of all about match day wasn't it? So let's get on to that. And there's obviously been no game in about 10 days at that point uh, following postponements at Mansfield and Salford. Uh, I think both the players and the fans were raring to go uh, with that one. Uh, only one change was made to the lineup uh, from the one against Leighton Orient, with new signing MJ Williams starting in place of Kieran Lee, who was still self-isolating. Loney's Marcus Madison and Dapo Afalayan started the game on the bench, uh, both of which were later uh, later had noticeable impacts on the game, but for, for very different reasons. Uh, Bolton took the lead through Owen Doyle. Who else? Uh, that was his 11th of the season. But uh, it was the second half that grabbed the headlines as, uh, as Dapo and Maddows were both brought on uh, and introduced around the hour mark. Uh, they both started lively with Dapo being the with being the surprise package really, and uh, you know he looked really promising with with kind of a, unfortunately Maddows struggled to get into the game, uh, and he he then jumped into a challenge which uh, which bafflingly saw him uh, sent off just uh, 12 minutes into his debut. Very typical of us, almost too typical of his reputation, I think, which obviously didn't help uh, the influence of the situation, particularly the way that uh, that the Morgan players reacted. A nightmare start for Madders, uh, though it was quickly realised uh, that it was completely the wrong call. As I said, baffling uh, before, that's only after seeing it on review. Um, on first view, and it did look to be a red, to be fair, uh, but having seen it back, absolutely not a chance. Can't obviously blame the referee too much. Who uh, it didn't have the second look, but it was a massive shame to lose Madders and a uh, and a man in general as that then cost us the lead. Uh, the boys just seemed to lose both the confidence and the heads, and uh, we soon after conceded and saw the game end one one with some uh, massively disgruntled Wanderers fans taking the view that the game should have been won, uh, and yet another poor decision had cost us the game. Uh, Dapo Afalayan was massively impressive, though I have to say. Uh, you know, I have to give him credit for his performance. He, he looks a great addition, but uh, the result was just massively frustrating. The story of our season, really. But yeah, Wednesday was a non-footballing day, uh, but there was two encouraging pieces of Bolton-related news coming out that uh, that day, as George Thomason, former Longridge Town man, uh, agreed a new 18th-month deal with Wanderers, 
really well deserved. George is a great lad. Um, he's recognised as such by everyone. Everyone who knows him, both in the Longridge and the Bolton camps that I know of. Um, he's a real talent on the pitch who we're looking to have um, have on board for this foreseeable now. So, uh, yeah, congratulations to George. Uh, and then the previously postponed Salford game was then uh, rearranged uh, for Tuesday the 13th of April. So that's a while off yet. Uh, but it does allow us to gather some real momentum before we face the arguably uh, you know, other biggest team in the division. Um, it's one I know we were all looking forward to attending before we uh, realised the extent of COVID and, uh, and the national lockdown. So I'm just hoping we can do the double over them following our 2-0 win against them on Sky back in November when that one rolls around. Thursday was yet another media-based day for Wanderers, with, uh, with Ian Everett previewing the weekend's game against Stevenage uh, yesterday at the time of recording, which uh, which we'll get onto shortly. But the main talking points from Everett's press conference were, were that Marcus Madison's red card had been appealed, uh, Harry Brockbank was out for a fortnight through injury, and uh, Arthur Ganua had suffered a dislocated shoulder during Tuesday's game, uh, but would be fit to face Stevenage, which was obviously good news. Well, later on Thursday, the outcome of that uh, of that appeal of Marcus Madison's red card was revealed, and, uh, and the decision had been overturned. What a surprise! <laughs> it's obviously great news going into Saturday's game. Uh, real squad strengthener and uh, confidence booster, both for him and the fans going into that one. Uh, so Friday tended it does tend to be a quiet one as a, as a calm before the storm, if you like, which it, uh, it largely was. Um, although we were teased by. Injured, uh, injured star man Dennis Politic on his Instagram that uh, he was back out on the grass. Obviously, great news, uh, and and possibly could even be nearing a return. How close that is is uh, is anyone's guess, I'm afraid. It's uh, I imagine it's it isn't as close as we'd all like it to be, but understandably so. Um, it, it was of course an ACL, something which we can't afford to rush back, uh, rushing back. You know, Dennis. Uh, we've had a bad track record for rushing players back, so I'd like to think we'll take our time with Dennis. Getting back up to speed um, and in good time, and, and seeing him come back as a complete player that he is, if not stronger than before. So exciting times there. Uh, and then the Mansfield game was then rearranged for for the third time on uh, on Friday, with the game being pushed back to this coming Wednesday, seventeenth of February, uh, at the unusual time of five o'clock, seemingly to uh, to limit the chance of the game being called off once again. Hopefully it isn't, and uh, we can get three points there and then. Let's get on to Saturday, shall we? Match day, Stevenage at home. Uh, one everyone was really looking forward to, including myself, with uh, with Madders back available for selection, following what was a really encouraging team performance, had it not been for the red card on Tuesday. Um, Ian Everett feel a really strong team, one I would have gone with personally as well. Four changes from Tuesday with uh, Marcus Madison, Dapo, Gethin Jones and Declan John all coming in for Arthur Ganua, uh, Harry Brockbank, Lloyd Isgrove and Ben Jackson. Uh, the mutual feeling amongst the fans on social media seems to be that it was kind of a, a case of if we don't win that with that team, then we never will, which I was uh, I was inclined to agree with, and uh, so we managed to do, but uh, not without complication. Yet again, another red card, unbelievably, uh, but a crucial one 0 win for the for the Whites, nevertheless. It's Declan John of all the players uh, with his first goal for the club on his first start, an absolute cracker from the edge of the box early on which beat the Stevenage keeper if the power all ends up uh, and we never let off after that really Dapper was great once again uh, but Madders unfortunately he struggled to get into the game um, he, he did okay but yeah it, it wasn't the best of games for him I'm hoping he'll, uh, he'll grow into it as he gets more game time but 
yeah, it was MJ Williams who was uh, it was the supposed defender this time round, which which Trevor Kettle sent off with just over ten minutes to go. It was like deja vu almost um, from from Tuesday. It's the fifth Bolton player Kettle has sent off in his last six games. I think that's just absolutely ridiculous. Doesn't sit right with me at all. Um, shockingly, again uh, on review, it wasn't the right decision. Uh, I fully expect us to appeal it and uh, and win the appeal. To be honest. It'll be the third one in as many weeks if it is. Um, I mean, it's becoming slightly alarming how quick these referees are to, to send our players off at the moment, almost suspiciously so. Anyway, I'll say no more before I get myself into trouble with that. But, yeah, I'm, I'm glad we were able to hold on to the three points as I think there would have been absolute mayhem had, uh, had the same thing happened as it did on Tuesday. But, anyway... Um, yeah, hopefully that'll be rescinded, as I said, as expected. Uh, again, I can't believe I'm saying that, but I am. And uh, and that we get another three points at Mansfield on Wednesday, if we can get it on, of course. If they, if they can get it on, rather. Uh, I fear a serious meltdown if they can't, but uh, yeah, fingers crossed for that one. But anyway, I think that's another enough waffle, I think, for another week from me. So uh, thank you very much for tuning in to episode six of Where There's a Will, There's a Burnham Way can subscribe like comment share wherever you're listening to me on uh, and you can tweet me at wtawtabw or on at wil1j for content-based queries and uh, you can also email me at uh, on wtawtabw at gmail.com for all business inquiries so as I say, thank you very much for listening to uh, to episode 6 of Where There's a Will, There's a Burnham Way. And I will catch you next week on Sunday the 21st of February for episode 6. Bye now. <laughs>